Hey, this is Jaquel Crow, and you're listening to Frequency. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Frequency Podcast. I'm here with my good friend, Joe, and we're just getting over the, the, the busyness of the holidays. How was your Christmas, Joe? I had a really good Christmas. I had my whole family with me, and uh, it was really nice. You know, it could have been a disaster, and it was not. So that's cool. Can I just acknowledge that we're – I just want to acknowledge that we see ourselves – oh, there's a coffee mug. What is that? <laughs> it's a Christmas coffee mug. Oh, very good. Rise and shine. Is that what it says? Yep. Cool. Now, folks, we're going to release the video with this. We've decided just before we started recording, we're going to release the video, partly because – Dan's hair looks great. And <laughs> and I have a, an actual sock, like a brand new sock. I've never put it on my feet for my windsock for my microphone, which I believe is in the picture here. Uh, yeah. And I'm drinking, and I have to finish that sentence, rise and shine, it's Christmas time oh. is the mug. Very nice. And are we selling those? It's, are we, are we going to start selling those? <laughs> no, but if you ever want to buy something that looks cool like that, my daughter does that stuff on freehandartisan.com. Oh, well, should we include the link? plug. Yeah, wait, maybe uh, if we're doing this on YouTube, we could just put the little thing right in there. You know, yeah, uh, exactly. We should look into that. Um, but anyway, so, so I had so, a great Christmas. Well, Tell me about yours. I was, I was going to say, here we are. I'm, I'm cutting you off all the time because <laughs> Skype has a slight delay. Yeah. Um, I'm so rude. You're a jerk. But uh, yeah, I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what was I going to say? Now I forget what I was going to say. It wasn't even important. So let's just let it go. <laughs> yeah, why why are we even having this conversation? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Mm. I uh, Carrie and I are frustrated. We found out just like everyone else that that iPhones have been driving us crazy and oh. it was on purpose. Yeah. We've been talking literally for a month or month or so now saying how slow our phones are and it was crashing and and I'd open something up and it just sort of sit there. Yeah. And lo and behold, we have an iPhone 6. And I'm thinking it's great and fresh and new. I only got it a year ago. And here it is deliberately slowed down by Apple. And now, I mean, I have a MacBook Pro and I like it. And I have an iPhone and I have liked it. But now I feel frustrated every time I think of an Apple product. Mm -hmm. And is that just me being a snob or is it sort of like I feel like there's been an injustice? Uh, this would be first world problems, Dan. First world problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my wife and I talked about that this morning, and she's like, I'm so glad we're not part of that, you know, that planned obsolescence. I'm like, um, yeah, we, yeah, this is not something I'm going to spend any time thinking about. My MacBook Pro, it works, and hmm. um, they do a great job of keeping it up to date. Samsung, they'll send some ship a phone out. They might update it once or never. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I don't – I. Uh, I try not to get too wrapped up, but the fact I would be annoyed if I were you, I think, I think I'd be annoyed. So, uh, well, to the point where I'm, I'm actually considering not getting an Apple product for my next phone. Oh, going to like a, a Samsung, you know, what's the, the S eight or something like that, whatever the newest one is, I'm not sure what the product name is, but, um, going to Android basically. Yeah. Well, I'll pray for you. <laughs> yeah, I, what 
What are you currently using? I use Android. Um, yeah, I, I straddle ecosystems. So I've got some Apple products. I've got some Windows. I've got Android. I, you know, I, uh, I'm, I'm non-committed. I, I, I see strengths in all of them, and I, and I want to leverage those strengths. But I want to mm-hmm. ask you a question. Complete change of topic. Did you go on Saturday to see the movie? I did. <laughs> I went to see Star Wars: The Last Jedi. And although I love Star Wars movies, and I actually found that you know it's Disney, they added some some funny humor. Mm-hmm. Um, there was humorous spots in it. There was some weird things. I don't know, the, like the kiss. Like, oh, is it supposed oh. to mean something? Yeah, yeah. You know, or is it just like an awkward moment that they're going to forget about and we're going to think about? I, you know, I wondered about that. And I mean, spoiler alert. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah. Did did Luke have to die just by being spent? <laughs> like he could have died in so much more of an epic way. Uh, see, I th- if he's in fact dead. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Because they don't they don't really die. Like Yoda's sitting with him just before it happens. Right, right. So and- what does that mean? Uh, you know, okay, so I, I really liked it. And what I appreciated about it is it um it's and not to, I don't want to spiritualize it, but when you, when there's a great sermon at church, you come away talking about it because you were like, oh, what about that? And what about this? That's what we were as a family. We came out of that going, whoa, did you see that? I wonder what that meant. And I felt um, it went directions I didn't anticipate. I found mm, it really yeah. enjoyable. And um, I can't wait to see it again. To figure out what I didn't see. Now, were there some things yeah. that I thought were, I don't know what that was about. Yeah, there were definitely that. But I, I felt from a pure entertainment perspective, I was, I just digged it or dug on it or yeah. whatever. Yeah. No, I get it. And and I, I appreciate the underdog nature of the characters. Like literally it's like the, the lady and like that deals with the steam and the, you know, pipes in the back yeah, court, yeah. sort of thing. Like I, I appreciate that. Um, the one thing that my son Luke noticed, and we actually, he actually leaned over to me, um, that I never really picked up on, and it's a subtle, intentional director's decision, yeah. is when, when it's that final battle, um, and Luke is, is fighting but not fighting, um, when he drags his feet, he doesn't drag the salt and the red shows up. That's like, right. It doesn't show up for him. And he, he picked up on it right away. Yeah. And I didn't, it, it blew right by Same me. Here. And I never even thought about it until I said, dad, he's not really there because he, and they, they showed the, the close up of him dragging his foot intentionally. And like, that makes total sense. So they're little like Easter eggs and little nuggets of, are you smart enough to pick up on this one second shot? Yeah, they did a bunch of those. Um, and I, yeah. I know we're six minutes, almost seven minutes in. So I'm going to say one more and then we should go <laughs> to the part two of our interview with uh, Kevin yeah. McNeese. But um, when Yoda shows up and he goes to burn the books and he says to Luke, um, you know, that uh, it's, I can't remember the line, but effectively there's nothing in there that she doesn't already possess. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's because she's already stolen the books and they're on the Millennium Falcon. They show, <laughs> And I never even picked up on I that. I didn't. My wife picked up on it. My daughter picked up on it. That, yeah, they showed a shot on the Millennium Falcon. And they showed the books on the Millennium Falcon, but it was a, a, a brief thing. So I, that's why I'm saying I want to go back and I want to watch it again. And, and now, you, now you've messed me up because I do remember a shot. And I remember when, when um, 
yeah, because yeah, it's all sort of flooding back to me now. <laughs> well, let's talk some more about it on Man. the other side of the interview. Yes. We'll, so we'll go to part two of our interview with Kevin McNeese from New Release Today, NRT. Hope you liked the first one. Uh, Love the conversation, even though it was recorded two months ago and it took us forever to get it out. But hope you're enjoying it. So we'll go to part two now and we'll talk more Star Wars on the other side. Now, there's, I know there's like other things that you're doing over there. One of the things that you and I talked about briefly offline was NRT radio. I want to ask, you know, maybe you can share when did that start and what do you, what are your goals with that? Our goals is, are, are the same with the site. It's just in an audio format versus a visual kind of text format. And that's to introduce as many people as we can find uh, with as much new Christian music as we can uncover. So um, we have six radio stations and really I have taken the rule books of radio and crumpled them up and <laughs> kicked them out the door. <laughs> you know, yeah, we, we, yeah. Tr we try not to duplicate any wheels at, at NRT. We're, um, we, we just, we just feel like it pushes us to do stuff differently and we don't want to be spending time doing something that other people are already doing probably better than what we could do anyway. So, you yeah. know, we try, we try to just, we try to just do things um, new and fresh and different. And so we will play music no more than three months, uh, which is very different than radio that <laughs> has 20, 30 weeks at number one. You know, um, we, we try to um, play deeper cuts instead of just sit on a single forever. And so we're, we're usually three, four singles in before, uh, before a label releases a single to radio, a second single to radio. Um, we play a lot of independent music, and we play a lot of different tracks. So the average radio station will add anywhere from two to three songs a month. We will add 30 to 40 songs every month. Wow. Yeah. Um, so if you listen to us, you're probably going to hear new music you're not um, familiar with, but I guarantee you, you'll love it. Uh, this is all hand-picked and hand-curated by our team, and just it's, it's what we are listening to and what we are hearing, and it's the best of the best in different formats. So we have... Uh, NRT Radio 1, which is all different formats uh, mixed together. We have a worship station. We have an indie worship station, a rap station, a um, a remix station, which is a ton of fun. I'm a closet clubber, so I love I love the remix station. <laughs> I've got to introduce you to Dan's son, Baden. He does. Yeah, yeah he's that's his gig. But awesome. anyway, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, yeah. So we and then we also launched a rewind station, which is all the music from 1990 to 2007, and um, the, that's when I grew up. And when if you're <laughs> anywhere in the 30s, 40s, 50s, you'll love that station, and it's all that best music that no one plays anymore. So uh, it's a lot of fun. So it's, it's a way for us to just you know audibly uh, give people a way to discover new music. Um, you know, you go to Spotify, you go to YouTube. There's ways to discover music there, but you got to know what you're looking for. Um, and, and with us, we kind of hopefully take away a lot of that guessing game, do it for you. So if I wanted to listen to that, and this is me asking an ignorant question, I know I go to the website, <laughs> right. Yes. And do it there, but what are there other, other ways to do that? Well, you can go to nrtradio.com. That's, okay. that's the website, or you can download the app on Android or iOS. And that's just search for NRT radio and you'll find it. 
So if I'm, that's really the thing I'm thinking of is I'm, I've got a, a 35 minute commute every day mm-hmm. for work. Yep. So I'm thinking, okay, if I wanted to, to queue this up, it's the NRT app. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'll, and I'm going to provide a link to that to folks so they can get there. So it's on Android and iOS, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I listen to the car all the time. I, I, the technology <laughs> is still amazes me. I mean, it's been around for many years, but I don't know. To, to go on your cell phone and get a internet stream from a satellite to your cell phone and then Bluetooth it to your car – like wow, this is crazy. But I, yeah, I know. I'm I'm completely with you. I, I bought my I first it. smartphone simply so I could listen to music in the car by streaming it. I thought this go. is well worth the money, and right? uh, that's cool. <laughs> it's the geek factor in me. I just like it every time. I, I like you more and more every time we talk. <laughs> every moment we talk. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot a bit. Um, just in terms of artists that you're listening to right now that we haven't necessarily heard of, we're creating great stuff that you just want to plug uh, while you have a moment. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I, I think Cass is probably the first one that comes to mind. So C-A-S-S, and she is from New Zealand and is just making some killer music. Um and she's independent and she's doing her own thing. She's got a great live show. I hope I get to see her someday. You know, she's dancing and she's got a bunch of dancers around her and um, she comes out of uh, the worship background. So her yeah. lyrics are, her lyrics are on point biblically and, um, but it's just fun EDM, uh, type dance gospel tinge it's just all over the place. It's unique. It's great. So I would definitely check her out. There's a band called local sound, um, that's, uh, really good. They're out of Nashville. Um, can't stop listening to them. Uh, Joshua Micah is killing it. And he's had a couple huge, uh, he's actually probably going to go down as, um, an independent, the, the independent artist to break through at radio, like uh, the most, I mean, he's, he's just doing really well at radio and he's just a hundred percent on his own. And it's really cool to see radio embracing him. Because it's great stuff. Um, he has a new EP coming out next month, and it's killer. Uh, and then, who else am I listening to? I mean, I'm a huge fan of Skillet, Switchfoot, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the general. You know, um, Plum is one of my favorite artists. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mercy Me's new album is amazing. Uh, Even If is my song of the year. And um, and they just released a new music video that's hilarious. I don't know if you've seen it. I have not seen it. Uh, Solomon Olds is in it from the old, uh, former lead singer of family force five. Yeah, um, yeah. And they did a video to Michael Jackson's song at call from the cover tune grab bag. And apparently they hit it off because he is in this new video, uh, playing, playing a guy at a wedding. They're playing. I can only imagine at the very beginning because it's classic, you know, right. and then they, they kick into this happy dance song. That's just ridiculous. It's and, called uh, even if. Even if it's the single of the year, in my opinion, but this video, the oh. video you need to check out is Happy Dance. I haven't watched it. It'll so, make you uh, smile. So uh, it's a lot uh, of fun. And that's uh, why I love Mercy Me, because they can they can just like two by four you against the head over and over and over again with these just massively emotional songs. And yeah. they come out with a song like Happy Dance, which is just ridiculous fun. So, Well, yeah, when uh, I'm trying to think there was a, a song um... – uh, gosh, uh, Richie Fike and uh, it was like yeah. a huge, we believe, um, yeah. yeah, along with Travis Ryan, 
my brain just shut off. So Travis and who's lead singer Mercy Me? It's just gone. Bart, it's just, Bart Miller. Good Lord. Yeah. So Travis. <laughs> so Travis and Bart yeah. did a. Uh, did we believe with just guitar and the two of them standing like in oh, a wow. woodshed or something? Uh, and there's a video out there of it and they're just laughing because they're just having fun with it. Yeah. And it just seems that that's part of Bart's personality is um, he's just, there's a free, uh, yeah. a, a freeness to him. A, he's just light yep. in many ways. So even when he delivers something like homesick, which was one of those songs. First time I heard it, I just like, I lost it completely, you know, oh, yeah. yep. but then he just has fun. And I love that. Yeah. Have you heard even if I haven't, no, I haven't listened to even if, and I need to <laughs> <laughs> one more that you that you're going to have to listen to. It comes out next week and then I'll stop. I mean, I could recommend music all day long, but yeah. Yeah. Kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. The, the new album from Ricardo Sanchez is oh, yeah. amazing. And he, he writes with Israel, uh, yeah. a ton and the thing with worship music for me is that it's all starting to blend together and sound the same. I mean, there's yes. just a ton yeah. of it out. And um, I love the format. Um, you know, I I play in the format a lot. But Ricardo is releasing a praise album, which is what we're not getting. We're getting a lot of worship albums. We're getting a lot of, like, really deep songs that all kind of sound similar. But Ricardo's album is fun praise. And it's... Um, it's great harmonies and really exciting music. And I, I think everybody's going to really love it. So the album's called Taste and See. It's fantastic. Just two more questions because we've talked for about a half hour. Okay. I, I suspect we could just talk all day. But, um, <laughs> it's your show. I can do yeah, it. I can do what I want. That's the beauty <laughs> of it, right? Um, so guilty pleasure. Anything that you're listening to that you might not necessarily in another venue admit to folks. And and I'll give you some examples. Um Previous guests have talked about their love of South Park, um, Barry Manilow, um, uh, okay. The Bachelor, you know, right. anything. Out, yeah. So outside of Christian media is what we're getting at. Oh, it could be. Yeah. But it could be Christian media, too. I mean, if you were like, um, I'm trying to think of something that would really be embarrassing in Christian media. Oh, there's a lot. Uh, but, but <laughs> it's probably better not to name it. Let's just, yeah, let's stay outside of Christian media so that we avoid sure. offending somebody. <laughs> I will offend someone at all yeah. times. That's one of the, that's one of life, life's little lessons I've learned. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for stranger things season two yeah. uh, coming up in October. That's, I mean, that show is killer. I yeah. love that show. Um, I'm, I'm a big TV fan. So I like a lot of TV, um, walking dead. Eh. I'm not a horror fan. I don't like horror and gore. Yeah, and all yeah. that. I just stay away from all that. I like good storytelling. Yeah. And um and as long as it's overall the content's overall clean, which you know Walking Dead is uh like as far as speaking goes and there's not a lot of well, I don't think there's really much of any sex and nudity. I mean, it's still on it's still on a broadcast television station, so it's not like an HBO, which I can't do any of those shows. Um but yeah. yeah so that that's a lot of fun. Um huge fan of Gotham. I'm a I'm a <laughs> I'm a consumer of every single Marvel movie that comes out. Um, I still consume every DC movie that comes out, but I'm frustrated at them. <laughs> for not uh, No, I, I'm a DC person, uh, uh, like, but uh, Wonder Woman was great. I thought other than that, the final battle, yeah. which was ridiculous, but uh, 
Uh, but, every uh, trailer I see for Justice League, I'm like, oh, you guys are screwing it up. Like, <laughs> but okay, whatever. <laughs> no, I still just, see it. I mean, I know. I mean, music. I'm very much in the pop world. You know, I mean, a lot of my a lot of my friends called me Pop Tart. I don't know why I'm admitting that here. <laughs> It was guilty, guilty <laughs> pleasure. I'm sorry. That's going to be the title. Kevin Pop-Tart McNeese. That's <laughs> right. it. Done. I, it. I mean, I have no apologies that I and sync and Backstreet Boys were it for me back in the day. And now it's Kelly Clarkson. And I do love myself some Bieber. And, and so <laughs> I'm, there's no shame. I like it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And so I'm into those, but I'm also in the rock world. I mean, the new Foo Fighters album is fantastic. And how could it not uh, be? Yeah. What's Jared? What's Jared Leto's uh, band? I can't I think. Of, I don't know. I could Google it. Or Leto, we... Leto or Leto. I don't. Um, I can't think of it right now. Um, but they're great. So anyway. Hey, we're back. We just finished part two. <laughs> we just finished part two of the interview with Kevin McNeese uh, from NRT. And uh, man, I love what they're doing. Um, everything that I see from them seems larger than life. I think that's the cool thing about what they're doing because they're really a, a sort of a bare bones um, operation, operation yeah, yeah. in the background. But they do a really good job of, of making themselves known. Is that the best way to describe it? Um, it's, it's larger than life. It's in some cases, even larger than sort of the gospel music association where, I mean, they already have their automatic following because people want to know who wins a double war. That's right. But yeah. other than that, throughout the year, <clears throat> there isn't a whole lot of activity from them, but NRT sort of picks up the mantle and says, Hey, we love Christian music. Hey, we love these artists. Here they are constantly, which is good. Yeah. And I love, I love what they're doing with the whole radio idea that where Kevin, it just feels like um, there needs to be some more, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, it's just not the same 15 songs played over and over again. He wants uh, their radio to represent um, a lot of different artists, new artists, artists that they discover that they think are great and need exposure, and to give people um, an option outside of just this standard terrestrial radio where you get mm -hmm. the same stuff. So let's get some more diversity in there. Yeah. And, um, you know, I've, I've got, I, I, I've become this crotchety old man. Um, <laughs> right. And I uh, shaved. Yeah. Well, go, well, except for there, you missed a spot, but, um, yes. <laughs> but you know, I've become cynical, but I found that kind of their approach to radio means, Oh, I could listen to NRT radio and, and be exposed to some really good stuff that I might not otherwise, and to discover new artists, to kind of spread the wealth there. And I don't, I don't want to take anything away from anybody else, but the idea that I can discover people, um, and the, you know, they become kind of a tastemaker in that. And I appreciate, I appreciate that about them. Now, any any more thoughts on Star Wars before we wrap up today? <laughs> well, before before we dive in there, I was oh. just going to mention that I think that's where the like-mindedness of, of us and them yeah. sort of collide because yeah. we have the same goal. Um, we just don't have the same drive, I guess you could say, as them right now. Um, but that is ultimately our goal. And we hope to to add people to the fold to make it easier to get you know the word out. But uh, anyways, over to Star Wars then. 
Um, did you want to ask me another question or do you just want more opinion on it? Oh, I don't know. I just, um, yeah, if, if you had any other thoughts, uh, anything you wanted to share, like, okay, maybe I'll just ask you this. What was your yeah. least favorite part of the movie? Pick one. Well, it's not like a moment. It's more of a, of a, what's sort of happening throughout is we all know that princess Leia in real life died. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Um, you know, we all miss her. She's actually kind of a weird lady in real life. You know, like I've seen interviews with her. She always had her dog and Gary. she's kind of funny that way. Yeah. yeah. But, but she, I mean, she was who she was and she didn't care about anybody's opinion, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. But, but they sort of, it was almost like, okay, when is she going to die in it? And I'm waiting. They had like five moments throughout the movie where there was this, this moment where lights are coming at her or something's going to attack or, or it's, it's, she's about to get shot and then, and then she does, and then she doesn't die again. And it's almost like, okay, what's really supposed to happen here? When is this going to happen? Um, cause I thought they just sort of like wrote her out, but now she's still part of it. Well, they had finished all the shooting <coughs> of the picture. Uh, the, the picture was done with, uh, in terms of, uh, the filming when she passed away. And mm-hmm. so, um, they, you know, it was, they're just edited. And so like, I suppose they could have done some reshooting and editing, um, to, to change, to change that. But I think my understanding is the intention was, um, that Harrison would, you know, Han Solo would, we'd lose Han Solo in the first one, we'd lose Luke in the second one. And then Carrie would go and she would be the most prominent person in the third one of the original three. And Mm -hmm. so when she died, that kind of like, okay, well, then where do we go with this? So I, I don't really know what they're going to do with that. But um, to it was just sort of an awkward tease to say, okay, she's floating in space, but she's like Jedi-like, and then she just sucked herself back in. Well, not just Jedi-like. She is a Jedi. Well, you know what I mean. I like she never sort of, she never exuded, you know, the extravagant Jedi right, right. features. Right. Um, then all of a sudden she did. Um, I don't know. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars still doesn't quite get the whole physics of fire and explosions in in you know weightless and oxygenless space, but <laughs> yeah. but it makes for cool effects. That's right. Let's just set that aside and just enjoy, right? <laughs> exactly. But I do think they they did a good job of keeping the storyline going, and it's interesting. And I'll watch every single one of them probably twice or three times. So yeah, I'll leave it at that. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, I'm I'm more of a Star Wars guy than I am a Trekkie. Put it that way. Same here. Same here. Yeah, I don't. I find no debate, no comments. Uh, debate comments. It's just I, I appreciate them both. But Star Wars came out when I was six years old, seven years old. It's just yep. part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Except for yep. Jar Jar. Yeah, that's a part of the past that even yeah people of Star Wars want to forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's edit that. Let's just re-edit that. Well, anyway, yeah. uh, anything else yes. you want to share before we wrap up today? No, I just I just hope that people um, will dive into the episodes in the new year. I'm hoping we got a lot of good conversations coming up. Uh, a lot of people that I've I've connected with that are like, "Hey, I want to be on your podcast." And hey, when are we going to connect? Like artists that are reminding me yeah. that they want to talk to <laughs> yeah. us. Uh, even even the guys from Brothers McClurg, he messaged me on Facebook. Hey, we need to connect. Um, Josh McCabe from the band Caves out of Toronto, who did a a whole tribute album to Johnny Cash. Oh, wow. Cool. Cool. 
Yeah. And, and I want to talk about that because that's just interesting. And, and, if, and you may know his dad, who was from the Daniel Band, going way back to the 70s and 80s. Um, so he's the son of one of the members of the Daniel Band going back. So that's sort of retro CCM. All right. Um, and I'm not sure if he's, he's, he's proud of it, but I'm not sure he wants that to be the question everyone asks him. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. All right. And yeah, and I mean, we're, we're going to dive into what I hope to be a busy and fun year. And uh, I hope the best for you too, Joe, <laughs> as you hit the ground running in 2018. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. But uh, for now, we hope everyone can stay connected to us on social media. And uh, you know where to find us, Frequency.fm. And um, we might even have some branding in the new year. We're going we're gonna to work on that and try to sort of relaunch our brand and, and uh, get some more traction out there. So, But in the meantime, Happy New Year, Joe. Happy New and Year, And all the sir. best. 